Buckle up, motherfuckers, because we are about to hit the gas. And speaking of hitting the gas, Bapes pulls out the major victory. Oh, yeah, Bapes. Bapes wins major two in SLFFL over Terrible Tally by just seven points, and she's now qualified for Omega, and she couldn't be more thrilled about having something else to worry about. <laughs> speaking of major victories in Omega ownership, Fornicators, 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 he also locked up another year in Battle Jack's retreat by winning Major Farm. Major Farm? I mean, Farm Major 2. Farm Major 2, he won that. He also won the Cup Semis. He's doing it. He's doing it. Speaking of worrying, I don't know. I guess Caters is worrying. But the 3% chance didn't pan out for smoking Blunts. He copped his first round by, but not the good cop. He is going to be waiting around this week to find out who the loser is of AOL versus Proper Football. Spoiler alert, I think we kind of figure out Proper's going to lose that later in this episode. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Blumps. See you in the AOL. Speaking of taking the week off, Big Ballers, Booyah, Terrible Tally, and Blitzed. All those motherfuckers are just chilling this weekend. They're just chilling this weekend. But I do not necessarily envy them. There's nothing worse than expectations, and it is about to get super embarrassing up in here about a week from now for all of you guys that are sitting at home, sitting on your laurels right now, just kind of enjoying the week off. I know it feels good now, but I I do not envy you. Next week, you are going to be expected to be a favorite in a fantasy football matchup that is all about luck that you are probably like half a percent better than the person you will end up being against, but you were going to have to fill the shoes of someone that was de deserving of a first round buy. Good luck. Like that is not a position that I want to be in right now. I want to have my feet up on the beach. I get that it's the middle of December, but I'm a true Florida man. And I wish that I had my feet up on the beach right now, which I kind of do in the farm with, you know, no relegation uh, threatening me. I can just kind of coast here and just chill and relax. I mean, I know it's kind of embarrassing to, to, win the uh, farm AOL. It's not something I want to do. And I will be defeating Shreddy Fingers this weekend, so I don't have that happen on my farm career, on my card. I don't want that happening. I'm going to kick my feet up. In fact, the only thing I'm worried about right now is what I'm going to wear. <laughs> what I'm going to wear on Monday night. The Holiday Gala is here December 18th. That's Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be right before Monday Night Football kicks. We're going to have a little Holiday Gala. And if you're wondering, like, hey, where is this gala going to be? I live in uh, Rancho Cucamonga. I live in Nebraska. I live in Ireland. How am I supposed to get to this gala? Don't, don't fret. The location is the chat room. Just like the episode of The Office. Michael thought he was invited to New York City, but no... It was not an exclusive club called Chat Room. It's just a chat room. And our chat room in this instance is our Slack chat room 
hashtag general. All you got to do is show up there. You got a webcam. You got a phone. You got anything like that. You can just join us right there. We've got one of those premium Slack accounts so everybody can join. We can have unlimited number of people show up. And the best part is everyone is invited. All right. We're just going to watch the game together. It's nice wild card weekend. I think uh, uh, some of my calls this week that you're about to hear in the second segment of the show, uh, we talk about that Monday night game. It's a big one. It's a big one. And we're going to see a lot of these games potentially come down to that Monday night game. So be there at the Holiday Gala. You can watch it happen with us. You can cry and cheer right along with those wild card winners and losers with us. And at the same time, if you were lucky enough to have trusted the process, so to speak, and and signed up and joined us for Secret Santa, that's also going to happen Monday night at the Holiday Gala, December 18th at 8 p.m. If you joined, you probably, you maybe already have a Secret Santa gift that's arrived at your home. It's just a box and it has your name on it and you have no idea what's inside of it. Please don't open it until Monday. Hopefully no one sent food. That would be a bad idea. I know personally, if you haven't gotten a gift yet, if you're like, okay, well, I, I joined Secret Santa and I sent a gift to Timbuktu and I haven't gotten jack shit yet, don't fret. Just stay calm. I know for a fact that there are at least three gifts that are scheduled to arrive on Monday as late as 5 p.m. We are nothing if not punctual, right? We're really, we're, we're great at paying attention and getting things done on time, let me tell you. So anyways, if you haven't gotten your gift yet, don't worry. I think you're going to get your gift by, by Monday night. And if you don't, I'll make it up to you. I promise. And I am looking for someone to take over this process next year. I think that I, I've, I've set the table. We've gone through one round. There's probably a lot of things we could do better. We were talking about having questionnaires for Secret Santa, little things you could do. I would love for someone to pick this up. Sax, this has your name all over it. This feels like it would be a perfect job for Sax in the city. I think everyone would cheers me right now to that. This is yours for the taking. If not, someone else, I would love for someone else to jump up, but it's it's just a lot. I'm, I'm going to, I need to delegate uh, a little bit more. New Year's resolution, delegating a little bit more. I don't know. All right. After the holiday gala on my list of things to cover, we do have a few things that are still happening that don't have the word playoffs involved. And the one thing that is still going on, and I, unbeknownst to me, I guess, is the Eliminator Challenge. We're in week 15. Uh, and last week, we did have two teams that that dropped out. Fornicators finally lost something. He dropped out by picking Houston and gone deep. He is in the AOL uh, in the same level. Sorry, sorry to bring that up. Uh, and he also fell out of the Eliminator Challenge by picking Green Bay. Um, and we're down to just seven teams. In the Eliminator Challenge, just seven teams left, and there's not that many weeks to go. And I see that we've got three picks in already, big TDs. I told you guys she's on it. When this when this second round of the Eliminator started, I said big TDs is going to win this. She's in it early every week. She's making her pick. She's got Kansas City this week. I like that. Bounce back pick. She saved Kansas City this late in the season in the Eliminator Challenge. All right. That's someone that hasn't played that many weeks of the Eliminator Challenge, that's for sure. All right, next on the list, what are we going to go over? Major twos, major twos. It's been a few minutes since this happened, but I'm going to say it again anyways. Bapes won major two by seven points. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Can you guys believe that? I did not project that at all. Now, I did say, I did say, admittedly, 
it was going to come down to Bapes versus AOL in the same level major two. And it did. It did. But all day on Sunday, I was for sure certain, 100% positive, that Tally was also going to win two of his pushover matchups that week in the major, and he was going to catch Bapes on points because he had Tyreek Hill uh, going late in the weekend, and that was just something that was lingering. We just all thought for certain that he was going to ring up enough points to put him well out of the way, and he was going to walk away and lock up higher veil for another year. Yet that did not happen. Uh-uh. Not for Tally. It was for Bapes this week, and she got it. I could not believe it. She had another fantastic week. She's going into the playoffs very strong, and this major two victory means that Bapes will now be an owner of one of those coveted cities in the Omega level. That's right. One of us that's in Omega right now will not be there next year. In fact, two of us, because Booyah, we've been talking about him on this show a lot, and I didn't realize. I'm, I, I should have realized. I mean, let me pull it up here. He did this already, Major 1, 2023. This was just like week five or something. It just, just skated right by us. He already won. He already won one. He's already qualified. Booyah won the farm major. I mean, maybe because I was looking at same level and I thought that he'd be there. And I, No, he won the farm major one. He's in Omega. So now next year, we're going to have to try and trust Booyah to manage two teams. And those of you that are in Omega know that it's just a little bit extra. It's just a little extra. So, Bapes, she somehow hung on. She got her first major victory. That's It's, it's amazing. And to see her face light up, I know she doesn't want me to talk about it. But she was very excited to win that. And I think just seeing that, I think the major things are working. I do. I think it's a fun thing to win. I think you guys want to win them. And I think the dynamic scheduling has really spiced things up. But you'll see later that I, I talked to uh, Danger Crazy and High Decibels. Danger Crazy's only been in same le- same level for one season, but he's played High Decibels four times. Like that shit is pretty cool that that's able to happen. Now, there's probably someone in the same level that he's only played once or twice, but, you know, them's the breaks. It's kind of cool, though, sometimes how it plays out that way. All right, so the Major 2 in same level was pretty exciting with Bapes. Over in the farm, Major 2 did not play out like the first Major. Booyah did not win Major 2. But Fornicators did. Just like I had predicted, I said Fornicators was going to win this last week. He pulled it out. He also won the Cup Semis. I'll get to that in a second. Fornicators is on a fucking roll. It's uh, starting to get a little scary, a little bit overwhelming even, all right? Because there's a, you know, never mind. I'll get to it in a second. I'll get to it in a second. Major two, Caters, four and one, big ballers, three and two. It really wasn't close. Caters had him on points. He had him on wins. This was already locked up a week ago. So now he gets to stay in Battle Jack's retreat for yet another year. Congratulations to him. I, <laughs> I just can't wait to get my ticket. And I don't think I'm going to. I really think my only chance is to win Omega. I got to win Omega. Lockshore's got to pull it out. But anyways, Caters is killing it right now. So he's got the major two victory and he went ahead and he beat Booyah in the cup. So he's going to the finals. He's in the in the finals of the next level cup. He's going to be up against Terrible Tally, who in his own right, even though Bapes got him in major two, uh, Tally is on fire still. He is extremely good right now. Uh, in terrible tally, took care of business, took out smoking blunts. Uh, the you know, no offense to smoking blunts, he did not. He he does not 
deserve to be in the bottom four uh, of the AOL tournament or whatever, and he doesn't uh, deserve to be in the finals of the next level cup either, right? I mean, like, I'll, I'll give you that, right? You, you deserve to be somewhere in the middle, maybe. It's kind of funny where it's falling, but you don't deserve to be in the next level cup final. I'm sorry. So the final will be Terrible Tally versus Fornicators and a big showdown, a big fucking showdown. Same level versus farm level. We've got, you know, uh, someone that's uh, uh, been in same level since the uh, since the big gay getaway. When it comes to Terrible Tally, he has uh, the baggage when it comes to holding court. And I'm sure that, you know, someone from the farm might find that resentful. Uh, I, this is I could feel the, the bad blood potentially bubbling boiling i don't know per perhaps but anyways i wanted to just also mention battle jack's retreat is now in first place in omega all right before the season started i mentioned that there would be something called the prophecy in omega and i'll save you the details uh you know i'm not going to go into to specifics again except for just a little bit but the Omega battle world has all these cities and locations and there's these destinations and, and paths and distances and there's all these things that have been set and drawn. And I thought it would be cool, like, hey, how about every now and then we fucking scramble this up? You know, we take the snow globe and we shake it up a bit. You know, shake it up, Pam. I don't know. I feel like we should. Just uh, every now and then we should shake it up. So I thought, what if we have a prophecy like Jon Snow? You know what I mean? And whenever this prophecy is fulfilled, something that would be very difficult to achieve, then uh, we could uh, say that everything gets reset and Omega gets completely reset and we do a full redraft from the beginning and we don't have the dynasties anymore. They all get reset like a whole reboot. And look at what's happening. Fornicators is now basically checking off every box that I had made for this so-called prophecy. I tried to make it difficult. I said that the winner would have to win Omega. I said that the winner would have to win their level. I said that the winner would have to win the cup. I said the winner would have to win a major. Those are four checkboxes that Caters is about to check off. He's got the major. He's in the finals of the cup. He's in the first round of the farm playoffs. And he is the first seed in the Omega tournament right now. He could, he could drop a little bit, but he's in the playoffs. He will be in the Omega playoffs. All of those things could still come true, and it's week 15. The prophecy is still alive. And I would be fucking mad if that happened. I did say it, though. I did say it, that that's what would be the case. But, you know, I, if I get bounced out of Omega, and then you guys redraft again, and I don't have any legacy in, in Lockshore, you should see that roster. It's fucking sick. Oh, that would devastate me. So, anyways, let's get into a quick preview. I just want to run down the bracket. Uh, we're going to start in the AOL. So, let's start in the same level AOL tournament. Week 15, AOL for life. He got the eighth seed. So, just, just a little bit outside of the playoffs. He was right there in the fourth seed. He had it on wins, but just nowhere near what he needed on level wins. So, he drops out all the way down to eighth. And AOL for life will be playing against proper football, who has always been in ninth place all season, regardless of what the standings said. I think I, I called this forever ago. I did. And you know what? I'll, I'll leave the preview for the phone call. I call these guys. I'm going to put this in the middle of the show, and we'll just hear from them directly. I'll give you a little spoiler alert. I don't think Proper's going to win. 
I don't. I think he's going to go face off against Smoking Blunts, and that will be a little bit more difficult to figure out who's going to win. But this week, I think AOL is all right. I do, even though AOL needs some fucking running backs. All right. Anyways, the next AOL matchup is going to be 10-foot little person with the seventh seed versus Big TDs with the 10th seed. Big TDs has been down here in the hole for quite some time. Uh, I, I feel bad. I do. Um, I, I should uh, I should say 10-foot versus Big TDs right now when it comes to what CBS, I'm trying to pull it up. CBS is being such a bitch this week. What is wrong with you, CBS? All right. 10-foot is, pro- is projected to win, 92-89. to 89. All right, and we're looking at players like uh, 10-foot with Brock Purdy, big TDs with Russell Wilson. I'm going to give it to Brock Purdy. He's going to be at Arizona, Russell Wilson at Detroit. Yeah, all right. And then over on 10-foot side, Brees Hall and Kareem Hunt versus Kenneth Walker and Najee Harris. You know what? Uh, CBS gives a slight nod to big TDs, and I will also do the same on that one. Uh, wide receivers definitely gets interesting here, and I think I would have trouble ranking these. Wow. All right, so 10-foot with Justin Jefferson. I saw today that he will be playing this weekend. He also has Devonta Smith. Not too shabby, 14 and 13, respectively, on the projection there. But over on the other side, oh, Brandon Ayuk, 13 projected fantasy points, and Travis Kelsey with a revenge game at the shitty, shitty, shitty New England Patriots, and he's only projected for 12 points. That's garbage. Travis Kelsey will be well over 12 points. I give the big advantage here to big TDs. Now, if we looked at the flex spot, uh, wow. Big TDs going with Chubba Hubbard. All right, 11 points. Going to be a solid running back in the flex spot. All right, heady play. And then over on the other side, we've got Trey McBride. Tight end out of Arizona. Had a big week last week, Last week it looks like. So 10 foot's going to go with a big white tight end. All right. There it is. Good luck with that. And then uh, the defenses, they look like they are pretty much the same. They're projected to be the same, 13 and 12. Uh, Rams on 10 foot side. Lions on big TD side. You know what? Looking at this, I don't know who is going to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. I think uh, what's-his-name is out. I think High Decibels tells us that in the interview later. Spoiler. And I think Travis Kelsey is undervalued here in the projections. I don't think New England has some amazing defense. Plus, it's at New England. It's Travis Kelsey, right? Isn't that like Gronk's field? It would make sense that Travis Kelsey would want to score a touchdown or two here, do a big Gronk spike. I could see that happening. Come on. This book writes itself. I'm giving the win to Big TDs. I think 10-foot moves on, and he will face off against Gone Deep in the AOL semifinals. That would be interesting. All right, that's just my projections. And now let's jump down to the farm AOL. The farm AOL. Buddy Danger versus Shreddy Four Fingers. All right, I don't know, man. I think my team is, is, we've had our ups and downs. We have had our ups and downs for sure. And I, uh, I'm not too proud of my team this year. But Shreddy Fourfingers, he should not be proud of his first year. No offense. I hope he comes back. I do. He's been so nice. Congratulations on your bourbon release. You just dropped that in Slack, that little news. I hope that shit's on sale. Hope I can buy that online somehow. Anyways, Buddy Danger projected for 95, Shreddy for 89. I have Justin Fields. He has Browning. What was that guy's name? John Browning? Jimmy Browning? Jacob Browning? Jingleheimer Browning, I don't even remember his name. 
I don't think he's any good. I think we figured that out. He's projected for 18. Justin Fields, 17. You know what? I'm, I think I'm wrong on that one. Maybe Browning was pretty good last week. I don't know. I'm just talking on my ass right now. I do think, however, I will win at the running back position. I've been pretty decent at it. Bijan Robinson uh, and Rashad White, 15 and 14. Those are better running backs than anyone I've talked about so far. Now, the others on the other side, Shreddy has Kenneth Walker and Brian Robinson Jr. Not bad. I do think Brian Robinson is questionable. We'll see. Wide receivers, I'm going to give the nod to myself again. I don't know who's going to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson, but I also have him. And I do have Cooper Cup. And Matthew Stafford's killing it right now. DeAndre Hopkins rounds out my wide receivers. And you know what? I hate the Titans, but Will Levis, what the fuck was that last weekend? What the fuck was that? Amazing. Now, over there on Shreddy Fourfinger side, he's got Garrett Wilson and Jalen Waddell and Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed? No, that's not Jordan Reed. Jaden Reed. Listen to me. Showing my age. All right. So I'm going to give the nod to myself on wide receivers, and I'm going to give the nod to Shreddy big time on defenses. I should probably go get a different defense. What am I thinking? I still got the Jags in there versus the Ravens. That's going to change. But he's got the Dolphins. The Dolphins are going up against the Jets, and I, I don't care what Zach Wilson did last week. It doesn't matter. He sucks. He sucks so bad. Oh, my God. All right. So I do think I'm going to win this matchup. I'll be safe. And uh, the other AOL matchup in the farm is going to be Coheeds at Tutties. Coheeds projected for 100, Tutties for 83. So just off of that, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to probably go with that. And and it's 100% Christian McCaffrey. If you got Christian McCaffrey in an AOL tournament, you're probably safe. You're probably safe, right? All right, so he's going to go with Kyle Murray, Christian McCaffrey, uh, and he's got uh, Jameer Gibbs. Pretty solid up top. Over on the other side, we've got Tutties. He's going to ride with Ritter at quarterback. And as a Bijan owner, man, what are you doing? Ugh. He's got ETN. Okay. And then Singletary. I don't even know if Singletary is an RB3. Oh, man. All right. Wide receivers, AJ Brown. Oh, Coheed's and AJ Brown. Hopefully he saves your season here and he doesn't embarrass you and put you down even further because you had to pay for him. You had to pay for him a lot. I mean, now that you're in the AOL, that that price tag probably sucks. It does. Chris Olave projected for 12. A.J. Brown for 14. That, those two have a slight edge over Michael Pittman and George Kittle, 12 and 11, respectively. So uh, Coheed's again with the nod. Flex is D.K. Metcalf and Raheem Merst Mostert. Um, Mostert's only projected for 11. That's bullshit. The Jets are going to go to Miami and only give up 11 to Mostert. No way. I do think Tutties will score more than 83 points, but Coheeds will also score more than 100 points. Coheeds is safe. Tutties will move on. So I think I'll end up seeing Coheeds uh, at some point in the uh, second chance championship. That might be nice. So let's go back to same level. We're kind of zigging and zagging here. Let's go back, speed it up a bit. The other side, the good side, we've got Munchin and Bunchin. Munchin on Bunchin. She got the fourth seed. She's going to go up against Bapes. She's got the fifth seed. Bapes also has that major victory in her back pocket. What a fucking win. Oh, my God. So good. So Bapes, very strong heading into the playoffs. She's projected for 101 this week. Matthew Stafford, like I said, on fire. That's the reason why I know that he's on fire, because I've been watching him blow up on her team. Uh, also, Joe Mixon and Saquon Barkley. Look the fuck out. It's like it's three years ago all of a sudden. And then she, she rounds it out with Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, and Alvin Kamara. None of you could get him from her. You all tried. Poorly, I may add. I bet you if you would have threw in some future picks, she might have considered 
Alvin Kamara going somewhere else. But she's pretty she's pretty confident right now. Uh, on the other side of the line of scrimmage from Bapes is Munchin on Bunchin, and she's only projected for 88. So right now we're looking at a huge advantage for Bapes, just projection-wise. All right, this is all projection. Munchin on Bunchin is rolling with Trevor Lawrence and a Kane, Eckler, Moore, Adams, Hopkins, Chargers defense. I mean, pretty solid. 88, I mean, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, but just looking at it, just glancing at it, thinking about it for a second, I think that uh, the Chiefs' defense for Bapes, they're at New England. Uh, New England is a mess. This week we had the news about Bill Belichick. He's going to be out. Uh, I think that that whole thing is going to fall apart here in these final couple of weeks. Um, also, Alvin Kamara at home versus the Giants' defense. That should be fun. Uh, in, in the same way, Saquon Barkley is going to be at the Saints on that turf. I think he's going to have a great game. Uh, I just don't see Bapes losing this matchup. I think she's going to move on. Uh, and then in the playoffs, that would mean that she would face off against Terrible Tally, which just is a fucking stinker for Bapes, man. That That's a that's a tough way to, to round it out. But Terrible Tally is probably dealing with some terrible news right now with the Tyreek Hill ankle injury. I would be kind of worried about that if I were him. Like, even if he does go, like, his whole thing is that fast twitch you know, movement and that, that top speed. And both of those things could be on the line when you have something like that happen to your ankle. Like he even said that it hurt like crazy after the game. He's lucky he's got that week off. But then again, he's got expectation on him next week. So maybe he's not. All right. So I'm giving it to Bape. She's going to go face off against Terrible Tally. In the other matchup, we're going to keep this brief because we do talk to these two knuckleheads in just a few minutes. We've got the three seed, Danger Crazy, He's going up against the sixth seed, high decibels. And I don't know, man. I, I do think that high decibels is going to pull this out, probably because of Jalen Hurts. Uh, and, and CBS thinks that this is going to be a dead heat. Uh, it is going to be very close, 98 to 96 right now. I think earlier it was 98 to 98. Um, so Danger Crazy's got Josh Allen. High decibels has Jalen Hurts. I, I'm going to give the nod to Josh, or I'm going to give the nod to Jalen Hurts, but it's going to be close. And that's going to be on Monday night. So be at the Holiday Gala. And you can watch that go down. Also, I think the real reason High Decibels will win is because of Christian McCaffrey. Same reason Coheeds will survive. Um, he also has Brian Robinson, who may or may not be available. George Kittle, Amari Cooper, Jordan Addison. I think it's going to be a pretty easy week for High Decibels. And you know what? That means I'm going to be wrong. That does mean I'm going to be wrong. On the other side, like I said, Josh Allen, pretty strong up top. David Montgomery and DeAndre Swift, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if either of those are an RB1. Uh, but DeAndre Swift is a Monday night game. Again, Holiday Gala, that should be pretty nice. This game's going to come down to the Holiday Gala. On the wide receivers for De uh, Danger Crazy, we've got Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin. Not too bad. Um, I think it's going to be very comparable to high decibels wide receivers. Uh, and then the defenses, Dolphins versus Raiders. I don't know. I think uh, the game is going on right now. Uh, the Raiders game Thursday night. I saw high decibels on Slack. Not looking not looking happy. I'm not looking at the score right now, but uh, he doesn't seem too happy right now. But that's okay. I think he's still going to pull it out. I'm going to give it to high decibels. I'm going to give it to high decibels. All right. And he would end up going up against Blitzed in the second round. And that would be your same level playoff preview. 
And I guess the last thing we have to go over here is the farm playoff preview. Hanging with Hernandez got that fourth seed. She's going to go up against Fornicators with the fifth seed. Oh, man. I, You know what? I really wish I could have heard from Hanging with Hernandez a little bit more this season. But uh, her team, very strong. Very strong team this year. But Fornicators right now, like we talked about in the open, man. Fornicators is just fucking unstoppable right now and cbs is telling us the same thing cbs is saying 104 to 74 it's not even going to be close um up top we've got fornicators with josh allen saquon barkley and Brees hall that's going up against tua and algier and clyde's edwards Alaire. not even in the same stratosphere all right like those that's those are half the running backs of fornicators Tua in the matchup against the Jets this week, not projected for very much. I think that could be wrong very quickly. But the the running backs for hanging with Hernandez are just terrible. Terrible. All right. Wide receivers, though, a little closer. She's also going to go with that McBride guy that 10-foot decided to start. She's also got uh, Stefan Diggs and Curtis Samuel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think those are also weak compared to Devonta Smith, DJ Moore, and Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> I mean, caters. It's not fair, man. Or I, I, I just don't know in what world would anyone pick hanging with Hernandez in this matchup. And I'm mad that I'm not in the playoffs and this roster is. God damn it. So Fornicators rounds it out with the 49ers defense, but hanging with Hernandez, her best player, this week is the Browns defense with a projected 16 points against the Bears, which makes sense. I'm going to give this one to Fornicators, and if Fornicators wins, that means he will face off against big ballers in the semifinals, which will be big fireworks. Final matchup to preview, Saxon City versus Joe Gabagool. I tried to get these two on the podcast this week. I did. I tried. I organized it. We organized what time, but these two, these two cats are busy. They are busy bees. So I wonder if that will play into this at all because they might not be paying attention. You got to pay attention. It's tough right now, man. This is hard to pay attention season, let me tell you. All right, CBS says Saxon in the City 106, Joe Gabagool 91. So CBS says that she will win it handily, but she, they think that Joe Gabagool is still putting up some points. All right. Dak Prescott, she's got the Dak stack, still in effect. I thought I said it was illegal. Oh, my God, she's still doing it. All right, 20 to 20 is what they're saying right now. Dak Prescott versus Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's Both of them are going to be tough because Dak has to go to Buffalo. And I think Patrick Mahomes, I think Dak's going to barely get to 20. I think Patrick's going to beat it. I think Patrick's going to edge out the victory here but that's not where this this difference lies folks no 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 the, the running backs right here let's look at this Kyron Williams and Alvin Kamara for Saxon the City both of them are rated higher than Joe Mixon and Tony Pollard for Joe Gabagool if we look at wide receivers CD Lamb the other part of that illegal Dak stack plus Travis Kelsey her uh, one true love you can't forget about Travis Kelsey because like I said that New England defense is fucking bad, and they are looking real bad with Bill going away. So Travis Kelsey, he's going up, 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 and Ezekiel Elliott in the flex. He's still got it, and he's on New England. I don't know how that's going to work out. You know, maybe they're going to have to, like, air it out. He's going to catch some screen passes because Travis Kelsey's going to put the score up. I don't know. That should be interesting, but over here on the on the wide receivers for Joe Gabagool, we've got Mike Evans 
And we've got Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, I don't know, man. Adam Thielen rounds it out in the flex, but I don't think any of these guys stand up to C.D. Lamb, Travis Kelsey. That's a that's a fantastic, a fantastic duo right there. And then the defense is pretty even right now with the Ravens and the Rams rounding it out. So I'm going to just go chalk here with what CBS has to say and say that it comes down to Sacks in the city having the advantage at running back and wide receiver. I think the quarterbacks will be close. I think the defenses will be close. And I think Sacks in the city will edge it out here just barely. And she will move on to face off against Booyah in the semifinals of the farm. What a treat. I think that the playoffs, man, it's just like, like we said last week, all we're looking for is relief. You know, we're just looking for relief. We just want to go home. Whether it's a winner or a loser, just fucking rip the Band-Aid off. You know what I mean? I just Some of us, we're not hardcore. But that's what I want, you know? I want everyone in this league to just be hardcore and want it. Just want it. You know what I mean? And that's why I built this league. The League of Levels. It's the only league where every person in the league is a bad person in real life. Everyone is a bad person. That's our promise to you. Everyone's a fucking scumbag. And I'm here to introduce the first round fuckers in this year's playoffs. First up, his name's Danger Crazy DC. Danger Crazy DC always drafts in a monster mask because he hates his head and it's fucking hard to do. He can't see shit. He can't see anything around when he's got that thing on. He likes to make drafting as hard as possible for himself because he's not good and he hates it. He goes as fast as he can towards picks with no player in mind. He doesn't have a clue what he's going to do, so he only ever drafts quarterbacks. And high decibels used to be an executioner, but he got fired because he kept laughing and fucking around during the deaths. I think that's so cool. And Munchin' on Bunchin's real car that she drives every day is a semi-truck, and she also owns a dump truck. Bates once ran full speed into an aquarium at a kid's doctor's office. Hanging with Hernandez got arrested for throwing bricks off an overpass, and when the cops showed up, she told him to lick her pits. That's so At Fornicators, he sent a clip where he was killing a real duck. Quack, quack, quack. If you think the farm level's not cool or stupid, you're fake. You're fucking sheep. You're a pig. You really are. You really are a big little pig, aren't you? You are. Yeah, you are. You're a real little big prick, aren't you? Fuck off. Sacks of the City only pretends to pick up dog poop when her dog poops in her neighbor's yard. That's fucking sick. Joe Gabagool drafts with two open knives in his pocket so when he falls, he gets all stabbed and cut up. Wow! I like this guy. Yeah, I really like this guy. I like... I like my whole league, actually. I love my league. I'm just trying to do something exciting by having a league of all really bad people. I just want to feel cool and dangerous and I want people to like me. Maybe I try too hard to be like a wild guy. I just want people to think I'm fucked up really bad. I want them to think I'm, I'm a fucked up person. I really would like people to say when I walk out of rooms, hey, that guy's fucked up wow that guy's wild he seems like he's fucked up danger crazy's a badass and he's not gonna live very long
along, okay? All right. We have a great show for you today. Danger Crazy High Decibels, AOL for Life, and Proper Footballer here. Don't forget to leave a voicemail, 407-900-5305. That's 407-900-5305. And we'll be right back after this with more LOL Show. It's playoffs time, America, and it all comes down to this. So I just got one question. Who's back you got? When the game is on the line. You got your back. When it's fourth and long. We got your back. When you need a big stop. We got your back. When it's all or nothing. We got your back. Who's got your back? We got your back. It's the NFL playoffs. Who's back you got? All right, first matchup, everybody. We're going to the same level tournament, the same level tournament. That's right. We're going to hit the wild card round this week, and we are going to hit up first the third seed versus the sixth seed. And this is pretty ridiculous because we've got Danger Crazy DC in the third seed, and we've got High Decibels in the sixth seed. And we're going to start right off the top with Danger Crazy. What's going on, man? Danger Crazy. Hey, man. Chilling, chilling. You know, stoked, man. Stoked about this matchup. You know, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy start. Yes. You know, to the season and I, the end of my last season. I'm yeah. glad you talked about the start. I want to talk about the start because we, if we back it up all the way, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, just off the top, actually, let me just say Danger Crazy finished 15 and 13, uh, 2,731 points. Uh, but I think everyone likes to talk about what you did in the draft. And in the draft, you drafted two quarterbacks <laughs> right off the top. How did that work out for you this season? <laughs> I mean, right now, Olave and DK, um, you know, they're, they're uh, uh, you know, win or lose for me right now. I mean, you know, when they go off, they go off. Mm -hmm. uh, Olave had diarrhea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, was it Olave? No, no, it was the other guy. But uh, no, it was it was fucked. And uh, yeah, man, I was hoping, hoping that, you know, works out for me this week. But uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is gone. Glad I kept Allen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you had the crazy trade. You had the you had the trade go down, and that you think that worked out for you. I think that that probably worked out for the best. I mean, you you got something for him, even though I told Blitz not to do that. All right. Well, let's let's bring in our other guest, the other side of this matchup, and that's High Decibels. High Decibels, what's going on, man? Hiddly, hiddly, diddly, oh. <laughs> All right. So you, we've we've recently talked about you. You High Decibels was in. You know, contention up until the very last week for that buy for that second seed with Blitzed. It didn't work out. You had I a, took bad, a big old dump. A, yeah, you had diarrhea last week and you took a big dump on the field and you did not make it into that bye week. So here you are. You're in the wild card and you are facing off against Danger Crazy. So give me just a quick, you know, what are the strengths of your team going into this week? Key players, I assume it's Jalen Hurts and your recent performance, obviously, uh, kind of poopy. Yeah, I mean, obviously my strengths are Jalen Hurts and Christian McCaffrey. There's no hiding that. No. Um, and then, of course, Brian Robinson and Josh Jacobs going down is a big hit. Splash. And, you know, if I learned anything last week, then it would be, you know, don't start a defense on Thursday night. Well. But I'm, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> right? I want to see it. I mean, the same thing. Oh, are you going with something on Thursday night? What do we have here? All right, so let's talk no. about strategy for the week. What do you got, Danger Crazy? Well, uh, I need Allen to, you know, fucking go all the way. Um, oh, that's right. He's on Thursday. Defense. 
Yeah, uh, my defense is <laughs> Allen and my defense is really what's up. The Dolphins have been doing it for the last three weeks, I think, killing it for me. Um, the middle is if, if you know, wide receivers, running backs, not so great, but we'll see. I got, I got to trick up my sleeve. We'll see what's up. Oh, a trick up your sleeve. Okay, so just to, he's glossing over what he has here. So he is starting Josh Allen because he has traded away Patrick Mahomes to Blitz, who now has a bye. Uh, and that Josh Allen matchup is going across the, the table from high decibels and his coveted Jalen Hurts with that amazing uh, keeper value for next year. But the big discrepancy right here, according to the projections, is the running back situation. The RB2s for you guys, uh, for Danger Crazy, <clears throat> we're looking at DeAndre Swift with a projected 11 points and then over with high decibels. He's got Brian Robinson Jr. projected also with 11 points. But the big discrepancy is where Danger Crazy's putting up David Montgomery, 12-point projection. Not bad. I think anyone would be, you know, that's not. I'd, I'd write home to my mom about two running backs with double digits. But on the other side with high decibels, we've got Christian McCaffrey with 20. So are we all in the same page here that we think high decibels has the edge in running backs? Yeah, that's if Brian Robinson plays. I mean, he's got a hammy. I mean, I picked up Zamir White, and I'm just still sitting here going, "Do I start this bum on Thursday night as well?" <laughs> you might have to. Yeah, that's not a that's not a good pickup for someone that has to be replaced on a Thursday. You might need to dig a little deeper. And Josh Jacobs is out, out, and that would have been Thursday too, anyways. That's tough. That's a tough one. And then, uh, yeah, Brian Robinson's not till four o'clock. So, what? How are you feeling about uh, David Montgomery and DeAndre Swift? Danger crazy. <laughs> Uh, uh, Montgomery is always putting up, you know, what he's projected for the most part. So I'm, I'm okay on this. Uh, Swift, not so much. You know, he's a boomer bust kind of guy, like wild card shit. Yeah, there it is. Wild card weekend. And we're going to get to watch that on Monday night during the holiday gala. That's going to be Philadelphia at Seattle Monday night at 815. We'll get to see if DeAndre Swift can pull it out for Danger Crazy against high decibels. I don't know. Let's go on. I think we're going to give the nod. All receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that that would definitely (laughs) benefit you, I guess, somehow. I don't don't know how that would benefit you. I'm looking at your lineup, but uh, no, I don't see it. But anyways, wide receivers, I would say... Pretty even, all right? On on Danger Crazy side, we're looking at Chris Olave, DJ Metcalf, Chris Godwin, uh, and then we're looking on the other side for high decibels, George Kittle, Amari Cooper, Jordan Addison. Um, it looks like CBS is saying that this is dead even, basically, three on three of these. What do you guys say? I mean, it depends on Kittle. I mean, if, if they don't call that ridiculous offsides, I mean... <laughs> That's a touchdown right there. Um, and then, then you got Jordan Addison. You know, I just heard on the ride home that they benched Dobbs. He's like emergency quarterback now. So I don't even know who the hell's throwing the ball in Minnesota this week. Yeah. But Amari Cooper, Joe Flacco is still that dude. I'd have to agree. Danger crazy. What do you think? Are you uh you're just you're gonna have to wait to see on Monday night with DJ Metcalf and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, I got to trigger up my sleeve, so I got, you know, back up for that. (laughs) Hopefully, you know, it's the best way. But, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, uh, (laughs) it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. So, So, High Decibels mentioned he is going to be starting the Raiders defense on Thursday night. I think that's probably a good call. You're just looking at the over-under for that game right now. I think it's like 35 points. So, Vegas is saying that their own Las Vegas Raiders 
and the uh, L.A. Chargers will not be putting together that many points. It's probably not a bad pick. CBS puts them at 12. Um, on the other side, we have Danger Crazy. You've got the Dolphins defense going up against the pitiful Jets, although they did pull out that win last week when we needed them. Uh, 18 points projected for the Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to give the edge to the Dolphins, but I think it's closer than 18 to 12. What do you guys think? I mean, tonight we're going to watch Aiden O'Connell versus Eaton <laughs> Stick. So I like my chances on playing a defense in that scenario. True. I mean, I know Zach Wilson is this doo-doo, but I mean, they, they got an all right squad. So, I mean, they can still move the ball a little bit and put up points, but he's also, he could easily throw three picks. So. All right. Danger crazy. Dolphins defense against the Jets. Are you worried that Zach Wilson might be putting it together at the just the right time? Well, I don't think so, man. I mean, like they, they come to I've kept now this is the longest defense I've kept on, on my lineup. I always try to switch it up. That's but, interesting. Uh, they, you know, I gotta win against big TDs the last minute with them. Yeah, and I got 15 points. So sorry, uh, big TDs. Yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> so I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I got keep my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So as we have this rivalry developed live on the show right now, let's talk about the rivalry so far. Danger Crazy, you are new to same level uh, this year. It's your first year in same level. But you guys have somehow, because of dynamic scheduling and majors and whatnot, you've already played each other four times. Your rivalry record is two and two, so it's pretty even. Uh, And if you look at it even further, um, obviously, you know, Danger Crazy is seated third and High Decibels is seated sixth and Danger Crazy has two more wins. But when we look a little deeper, uh, p- total points scored, Danger Crazy, 27-31. For high decibels, 27-34. That's pretty damn close. But then we look at the huh. breakdown record. We've got Danger Crazy, 94-60. and 60, High decibels, 83-70. and 70. So if we're saying yeah, they're, they're scoring overall about the same, Danger Crazy is a tick more consistent um, and then if we just look at this week's preview you guys are looking at the same numbers that I'm looking at and CBS says 98 to 98 50 50 what do you guys think danger crazy you're first are you confident or not that you will win this matchup I'm confident all right I mean you know I mean you know it's an honor to go against the defendant champ you know in the in, in the first round that's true you know but uh I, I'm confident you know gotta be all right, high decibels. What about you, man? You're projected for the same amount as the third seed. You're coming in at the sixth. How are you feeling about this week? I feel like I already won this year. I got, <laughs> you know, I got draft value. I got crazy draft value. I, I'm safe from the farm. So whatever happens, honestly, I'm not super confident after last week, but I still think I take it. 92.04 to 92.02. All right. Yes, that's definitely <laughs> splash. That would work. That would work. It would definitely, this would be you after the game. Yeah. I mean, we had a great scheme. Uh- <laughs> that would definitely happen. <laughs> I can't wait. I, all I hope for is drama. Best of luck to the both of you. And if you don't get this win, I hope that one of you wins the second chance championship. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with me today. Uh, hey, danger. Hey, danger. Yes. What's up? <laughs> Love you too, bro. Love you too. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you later, man. All right, see ya. All right, next matchup. We're going to stay in the same level. This time, we're going to go 
south, and by south I mean down into the AOL relegation tournament, and we're going to start with none other than the namesake for the tournament, that's AOL for life versus proper football, and we're going to start actually with Mr. Proper Football, we've got him live from London, Mr. Proper Football, how goes it, man? Well, I'm just happy that you said we're staying in the same level, because I don't think I am, man. I'm not in the <laughs> I think I deserve to go down. I feel like karma is indicating that I need to go down. Yeah, well, that's what she said. And what, what do you think? What, what would be the yeah. reason that you think you would lose? Let's say you hypothetically lose. Who who do you blame for the weekend? Um, God, I mean, so many names running through my head. Uh, but, I mean, DeMar Hamlin, for a start. Uh, <laughs> We need to change Mark Hamlin uh, for having a weak heart. Right. Uh, I feel like because it was his fault that we were even in this situation. Because, you know, I should have gone down last year, but I didn't because right. of Mark Hamlin's weak heart. Uh, I stayed up, uh, kept my head above water. Unfairly, I think, on Booyah, I think history will, will, will agree. Uh, even I agree. Yeah. Um, and I think it's only right that I go down to the farm uh, getting beaten by the namesake of the AOL, Mr. AOL for life. So I'm actually going to try and lose this week. So if I don't lose, <laughs> A, it will be a miracle because I have lost literally every single game since I cried down the phone. Um, but I think it's right. I think it's right that I lose. All right. All right. AOL, why do you think you're going to lose? Well, I think I peaked too early. I know my DAC stack was uh, going to gonna hit the the skids sooner or later and even though it didn't so much last week but i just i have no backup my running backs are atrocious and all year long it's been my downfall so i've been hanging on with Devontae williams but then filling in that second rb is just it's just killed me man yeah and I knew I knew last week i was i was i was doomed so i just (laughs) i just went for it i don't i think what was it I hate teasing you. I think was like 0.9. I'm so sorry for having teased you for so long, so many weeks with these projections saying you were safe in fourth and you just didn't. And at the (laughs) last second, you couldn't pull it out. And I'm going to have a hard time betting against you in this matchup because you have the Dak stack. So let's start at the top quarterbacks. AOL for life has that Dak stack. He's got Dak Prescott. He's projected for 20 points at Buffalo. That's probably not a good situation. On the other side of the coin, proper football's got Tua Tagliavoa. He's a... at home against the Jets, that's pretty nice. Uh, what, what, proper, tell me, what do you think about Tua this week? I honestly didn't even realize I was starting until he said that. Um, <laughs> might put Hal back in. All right. Um, whatever, whatever I do, whatever I do, it will be the wrong choice. Um, if I bet this Tua because they lost um, to the Titans, you know, he'll have a bounce back week. Right. He'll, break the offensive scoring record again while he's on my bench. Uh, if I start how Washington wins. So, you know, damned if I do, damned if I don't. Yeah, probably. But Washington losing at this point would probably be a good thing. Uh, AOL, do you think the Dak Stack's going to step it up against Buffalo at Buffalo? No, it's been a theme all week of everybody on, <laughs> on Slack where we're all shitting on our own teams because we know... <laughs> and. And proper just summed it up as well. You know, I just feel like we're heading into Buffalo and I'm already debating. I'm like, well, maybe I'll bring in, you know, a different quarterback. I'm just going to stick with my horses. And I don't know. I, 
I mean, you're going into Buffalo. What more can I say? It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah it is. And then, so we, we talked about the running backs briefly. You, you've got Williams and Pierce on your side. Those are not the best. Those are not RB1s. It's not all that much better over here on proper football's side. He's got Ford and McKinnon. But <laughs> yeah, both of you guys don't have RB1s. Like, this is interesting. Who, who do I have? And even I was like, whoa, it's a shocker. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a shocker. Despite Jerry McKinnon to stay up. This is like that year I started a foul on Ahmed. Um, yeah, <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, I'd say that the the running back part of this matchup is probably why you guys are here. Uh, so that's going to be boring. But your flex and your wide receivers, pretty decent. Well, maybe not proper flex, but wide receivers. Uh, we've got CeeDee Lamb and Laporta over on on AOL side. Uh, on proper side, he's got Puka Nakua and A.J. Brown. Both of them have been amazing this season. So those are some star-studded lineups right there. Uh, but then we do look at the the flex position. Uh, Zay Flowers on AOL side, he's great. Uh, and then who is this? We got Shakir. Who is this on wide receiver on Buffalo? <laughs> Khalil Shakir, bro. It's the breakout week. All uh, right, this is it. it. This uh, is the week for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, that's a terrible team. Um, you know, but here's the thing: in in, S, uh, in same level, if you're starting a tight end you know you're fucked. And AOL starting a tight end, but he's still going to win. That's how bad this matchup is. <laughs> Laporta, <laughs> I don't know, man. a tight end, you're still going to... Right, yeah, but still, you know that. You know when you haven't got a designated tight end position and you can flex by receiver, starting a tight end, the balls you move. Bates did it for years. Yeah, right? Bates loved the tight end. Zach Ertz, right? specifically. And, uh, yeah, it was Zach Ertz specifically. <laughs> Uh, probably because he was sexy, uh, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, uh, you shouldn't be starting a tight end and same level unless it's Kelsey or you can help it. So you guys are also a great example of, hey, you got two good quarterbacks and you're in the AOL. Uh, you also have two good defenses, uh, the Texans and the Eagles here. So it's like you guys invested in the wrong things this year. But the Texans and the Eagles are expected to put up 14 and 12 points respectively. I don't know. I, I, if I'm looking at it overall right now, CBS says AOL is going to win 87 to 82. I'm probably going to put it at... Makes the match up. Huge, huge, huge points being, being thrown around in this Yeah, Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to be a super high scoring matchup, but I do think AOL wins this matchup by 10. I think it's safe to bet AOL against the spread in this matchup. What do you think, AOL? Do you think huh. you're going to win this or you're going to lose this? There's the doomsayer. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's come on, man. It's going to be close. It's going to be like three thirty in the afternoon. I'm going to be sitting on twenty four points. <laughs> and you know, when I look at the when I look at it now, proper has the Eagles, and of course they play Monday night. So I'll wait. probably be up by like maybe fifteen points, and then I'm gonna have to sweat. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be at the gala watching that matchup <laughs> on Monday night at 8.15, the Eagles at the Seahawks. Uh, AOL, you told me you pulled some numbers. Tell me about your playoff history against proper football. Well, he's he's well aware. So I ran down uh, 2022, uh, pulled out an 84-78 to 78 win. <laughs> 2021, proper had it 119-103. to 103. Oh. Uh, 2020, proper won 124. Four to 113. I think Nick Chubb did me in there. Yeah. And then way back in 2017. Oh, and, 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 and 20, 2020, uh, and I won the hammer. Correct. That was uh, a big right. year. Big in the year. caveat, 
in the caveat COVID year <laughs> where every game got stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our fourth year in a row in some form of fashion in the playoffs that, that we'll be meeting. Damn, that's crazy, man. That is yeah, awesome. Splash. Maybe, maybe bro. I, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really rooting for you, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really to, to win this one. <laughs> yeah, we always message ourselves. Someone, you know that scene in American History X where he just curb stomps him. I need someone to do that to my season, and I feel like <laughs> this is my time. Well, whoever, whoever uh, loses I, this, I love it. It's, you just. Whoever loses this will get the the privilege of facing off against Smoking Blunts next week. So I don't know if that increases your positivity or negativity. I'm not sure if you're more or less happy about that. But that's where this loser is heading proper. If you decide to throw it this week, you're going to Smoking Blunts. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, I love Smoking Blunts. I mean, I feel like that's a... So that's a, if, if you lose against Smoking Blunt, then you don't deserve to be in the league. So I feel like, you know, that's a good ba- baseline to, to go out of, of into the farm. You know? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, Make that's an true. argument to stay up if you can't beat Smoking Blunt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, love you, Blunts, but like, you are like, you know, well, like we're talking about how shit we are, but like you're on a whole nother level of shit. Like, you've been shit, you stayed shit consistently shit like you know at least we sort of fluctuate we don't know whether to back ourselves or not like even blunts doesn't back himself um yeah i don't know if i I agree with that um aol is definitely more consistent pull the numbers aol pull the numbers aol i did you know what is smoking blunt overall record since he came into the league and i guarantee you it's sub 500 I would even say sub three five. Yeah. Okay. I. You know what? That's on me. I shouldn't have brought up smoke of bloods. Just real quickly though, to recap, just to show you guys how close this is. Total scores this year: AOL twenty four ninety five. Proper football twenty four ninety eight. Super close. It sounds like you guys are the same exact team until you look at the breakdown record. AOL AOL has a seventy two and eighty two record. Proper football has a 55 and 98 record. You've got a horrible <laughs> breakdown, my friend. I'm sorry. I'm going to bet. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. I'm missing. I'm breaking up over here. It's very late. Yes, I yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But I, you know what? I best of luck to you, proper football. This is probably the AOL tournament's retribution against you. You will likely lose, I think. Yeah, uh, but 100%. what do we know? What do we know? I'm looking forward to being in the farm with you and and you know and we are and hopefully the whole of the same level level uh, eventually and we'll just you know completely flip flip it over and have all of the farmers. Up in the top, eventually, to, that's, that's yeah, it, it will be homogenous. Eventually, cropping. all right. Final thoughts, AOL. Hey, proper uh, smoking blunts 82 and 94 overall, <laughs> proper football 162 and 130. All right, so yeah, so, perennially, <laughs> yeah, proper is better than smoking blunts historically. Historically, this year, who yeah. knows? It could be up in the air. All right, final thought, proper football. Uh, I feel bad about shooting up smoking blunts. Your record is still better than the best ever baseball player. <laughs> that <makes it> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, love love AOL. Known known each other for over ten years now. Worked together. Couldn't be going up against a, a better dude. Uh, we'd be very happy to lose to him. Um, 
you know, and it's going to be nice to, to, to watch it potentially unfold during the gala, uh, which I'm also looking forward to. All right. Shout out to the gala. Thank you guys for spending some time with me very, very late in the evening proper. Shout out to you. I appreciate it. And uh, best of luck this weekend, uh, gentlemen. Enjoy the sweat Monday night, guys. <laughs> See ya. Later. They call it the wild card round for a reason. Remember the 2000 Ravens? One of the baddest defenses ever assembled. In 05, Big Ben and the Bus didn't even have a home playoff game. Eli's Road Warriors came and did it all over again. And the pack proved that the only thing that really matters is if you hide at the right time. The lesson here, never ignore the wild card. And we're back. Wow. It was a little different, a little quicker, a little tighter. A quick, what, 20 minutes or so? Just uh, popping in and out, saying hello. And oh my God, what is wrong with you guys? Everybody's just so down in the fucking dumps. I thought you guys were a bunch of fucking badasses. But no, everybody's a little, uh, a little sissy boy. Everybody's a little uh, scaredy cat. Everyone thinks they're going to lose. So you know what it is, though? They don't really think they're going to lose. They're just afraid to, you know, stake any claim or plant any flag or say that they're actually confident in any way because they might look stupid next week, which is like sort of similar to what I'm talking about with having a buy, right? Like you're kind of wearing a flag or wearing a, a scarlet letter on your chest when you have that buy. You're, you're comfortable now, but next week you're expected to win. You are expected to be better. Good luck with that, man. I'm going to be just kicking my feet up on this Florida beach. Chilling. Waiting for the holiday gala. Monday, December 18th. That's right. That's this Monday. We are going to be chilling. It's going to be more fun than the Manning cast. By far. By far. That's real long in the tooth at this point, right? Nobody's watching Manning cast anymore. December 18th, that's Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, that's loose a little bit. If you're a little late, that's okay. But when we start, we're going to get started with the Secret Santa. And if you're not in Secret Santa, you can still jump in and, and watch everybody open the gifts. It should be pretty funny, I assume. Some of them are funny gifts. Um, there will be some schmeckles being awarded for best gift. A couple of other things I don't remember. Best dressed. You're going to want to dress up and whatever that is to you, right? Whatever that is to you, you be you. You know, a wolf wearing wolf pants. You be you. All right? 8 p.m. We're going to watch the game together. Like we said in these interviews and in the intro, a lot is going to come down to that Monday night game all the way up in Seattle. So buckle up because that is going to be fun. And we're going to be able to do it together. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to open some gifts uh, it should be a good time. Don't forget to set your eliminator picks. Also, maybe forget to set your eliminator pick. That'd be nice. I'd like to just wrap that up. It's just like a little uh, loose end all the time. You know what I mean? It's just like, is this thing going to finish in time? I'm always checking my non-existent watch when it comes to eliminator. Speaking of eliminator, I was thinking about it today. And it's kind of like, what is it? What even is it? I mean, it's like part, it's like legacy for us, I guess. But 
at the same time, it's like not very us. It's not very LOL. Eliminator is very basic Britney bitch, right? Let's be real. It's like the most basic your grandfather played this game that we could think of. Like, just imagine if we didn't have an Eliminator challenge already and someone proposed it, everyone would be like, that's some basic bitch shit. I think we could do better. Right. And I feel like I'm always tinkering and I've already got my eyes on other things. Cough, cough, tag team championships. But if someone wants to spend a little time trying to brainstorm somehow, some way we could add a wrinkle or there's something there. Eliminator is fun. But, and you know, I could, I could maybe get you started with your brainstorming. OGs here will remember that CBS used to be rad. And you know what? Maybe this was the precursor to the sports book. Uh, back in the day, they used to have something on CBS. This was on the website. It was called the Pick'em Challenge. And maybe it just kind of lost its way. It never was in the app. It was only ever on the website of CBS. Uh, but it was called the Pick'em Challenge. And every week, all the, all the same level teams would have to log in and set their lineup and do everything like normal. And you could also pick all the games. And I don't mean, you know, Washington versus Dallas. I mean, Buddy versus High Decibels. You could pick, you were supposed to pick every single same level matchup every week, whatever level you were in. Uh, and we did this for years. And you would get one point for every game you picked correctly. And they used to have that built in. Maybe that's where we go with it. You know, maybe and not like LOL, maybe that, but on NFL matchups. I don't know. I think there's 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 got to be a better way to do Eliminator that's a little more our style. And I would love for someone to come up with something. It would just wet my whistle if someone came up with something. Uh, something that we did recently come up with that is really cool, that's the majors and the dynamic scheduling. I think it's a fucking hit. It is awesome. Uh, and having Bapes win the major this past week really opened my eyes because she was asking about it. She was checking on it. She was waiting for me to process everything on Tuesday. Like, did I win that? And she, when she did, she was shocked and like, it really hit home. I finally got to see someone win a major visually. And I think people like it. I think you guys probably like it. Um, so next year, the first couple of weeks, you got to hit the pavement running folks. You got to qualify for that major one, right? 10 foot knows what's up. Some of these people, they're, they're out there. They sprint at the beginning of the marathon. I'm going to get out in front. I get it. The other cool thing we do is the, the next level cup. And right now, it kind of looks like a wackadoo bracket. It's real wild looking where we have multiple levels of buys and people could have as many as three rounds skipped. It's kind of a mess. Uh, you know. And we're trying to make... 24 teams last through the whole season and we're making a big it's you know we're doing what we can but if we add another level next year the next level cup's going to look a whole lot different and if you join us on slack you would have seen what that looks like and it's basically half the size of march madness if we have 36 teams that's half the size of march madness so it the bracket is going to be incredible next year uh and I just can't wait. Uh, but this year, this year, we still have one round to go. One round to decide it all. That's three weeks. 
for the duration of the playoffs, for the duration of the AOL relegation tournament, we are going to be witnessing terrible tally versus fornicators. I can't wait for fornicators to win this one. I'm staking my claim in it. You know, Cater's he's he's trying to be modest. He's trying to, you know, act a little nervous and uh, no. He's got it. On lock. Cater's baby Cater's get him. <laughs> Let's go. Cater's is going to win that. He's going to he's going to go on to win the fucking Omega League. I know that. The Omega level is going to be Battle Jacks. It's in the name. Battle Jacks should be the first champion. And then at that point, he'll just have to win the farm. And he wins the farm. The prophecy happens. And all of a sudden, we're resetting? I don't know, man. We're going to have to do some reading. I think the Illuminati might get involved already in Omega. Cater's just on a fucking roll, man. But also on a roll is everybody in the playoffs right now. You're on a roll. And everyone that's on a negative roll, you're in the AOL right now. I'm sorry. And you know what? We're going to get into the one voicemail that I have, and I'll tell you, it's not from anyone that has a buy. So you know what? Everyone that has a buy, whether it is in the playoffs or the AOL, I hope you lose next week. Boom. Splash. I hope you lose next week. I hope you lose every game next year. All I did was... I just asked for voicemails. I said, hey, if you have a buy this week, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. People with a buy, terrible tally, blitzed, smoking blunts. Booyah. <laughs> Big ballers. I wanted to hear from those people with a buy so we could get their perspective on who they would rather face. So then we could obviously assume that they're lying and they would rather face the opposite person. But, you know, anyway, we did get one voicemail. So let's get to that voicemail now. Hello. This is AOL for life. Oh, hey again. Thank you for receiving this message. And you are well aware that I have passed, that I did not make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm currently in the market for a houseboat. That's all I have. Hashtag Cheddar Bunny, AOL for life, out. <laughs> Cheddar Bunny. You know, a houseboat would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty fucking rad, a houseboat. I always see houseboats, though, are all dilapidated. I don't know. They're all fucked up. They're all moldy. and. But the idea is sick. The idea... Just get up and go, man. It's way cooler. I mean, you could ask Joe Gabagool. He's done, you know, the nomad life on land. What about the nomad life on water? Get that houseboat, AOL. Let us know. Let us know. You know, and, and, I, and I hope to see everybody on Monday night, regardless of what happens this weekend, regardless if you move on in the AOL tournament, regardless if you get bounced out of the playoffs, at least you get that relief, you know, and that's all we want. That's all we're looking for. Fantasy football is just about paying for relief, like Rob Kraft. You just want to just get get it over with. Get it out. Get the poison out. You just want to get it over with. Go home. I know. It's sad. I don't know why we do it anymore. We're just, we're crazy. 
We're masochists. All of us, even the ones that have buys and we're waiting, we're secretly scared. All of you. I fucking know it. Especially after clock strikes midnight on Monday night and the holiday gal is over and you're looking at your dumbass gift. And you're like, why did I do this? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm matched up against that person. And then it becomes real. And you look at their roster and you're like, oh my God, their roster is so much stronger than mine. Oh my God. Yeah. Then it becomes real. Then you think about them all week long. They, they're coming off a hot, hot wild card victory. And you're just sitting there with your feet up drinking, probably fat. I know I am. Oh my God. I got to stop drinking. I think I might try in January. I am too fat. I am rolling around kind of fat. Like I got to roll out of bed really bad. Not like the Omega prophecy had planned. I was supposed to be the one who saves everything. I was supposed to be the one above them all. But here's Caters, man. Here he is. And I hope he does it. The only thing I'm worried about is that farm championship. I don't know if he can do it. I got a feeling he can pull out a cup victory over three weeks. I got a feeling that he can get this Omega thing done. But I don't know about the farm. I don't know. The only thing I do know is that it is time to get out of here. Ah, short show, I know. Short show this week, but uh, I'm tired, man. It's the middle of December. It's tough to do anything right now. It is. Fuck going out. Like, I did all my shopping online this year. I know I'm about 15 years late to the party, but God damn, does that feel good. Got the last delivery today. I'm, I'm trying to calm down, but it's just like everything's going on, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're in the farm AOL. <laughs> well, fuck everything. Fuck all that. I'm not going to embarrass myself, but I am going to enjoy the final year of no relegation in the farm peacefully. Thank you very much. And all of the rest of you, man, just try and hang on for dear life. It's a wild card weekend. This is what it's all its all about. This is what it's all for. When you get done and the season's over, you know, you're not going to think about how you were so anxious. You're going to be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. When do we draft again? Garbage.